so many people feel like flipping <laughs> homes is something that anyone can do mm -hmm. because it's on TV, you know, and, yes. and they say how much you can make and this and that. And honestly, if you get right down to it, you can make money off flips, yep. but don't think the very first home you buy, you're going to get rich off of right. because that's normally not how it works. This is the Contractor Files Podcast. Your hosts, Ethan McNeil and Trent Keith, take a deep dive into the construction and remodeling industry to uncover keys to success and pitfalls to avoid. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Contractor Files. Hello everyone, I'm Trent Keith. Yep, I'm Ethan McNeil. And we are back again. Yeah, we had a little break there. That's right. You didn't, the viewer, <laughs> but we did. <laughs> That's right. The Contractor Files do take holidays yeah, off. Right? Yeah, we took the holidays off. <laughs> and a few extra. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, what are we talking about today? House flipping? Yep. Today we're going to talk about house flipping. <laughs> there you go. The ins and outs. Ins and, and outs? And our experience in it. There you go. Mostly Trent's experience in it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We both had a lot of experience with flipping uh, over the years. And um, I would say start in the summer, not in the middle of winter. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> true. But I was actually going to say one of the things that could help mm -hmm. you be a little bit, like if you're slow in the winter, well, yeah. is to flip a house. But Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I'm no. just thinking if I'm the one doing it, I'd rather do the outside yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your guys uh, won't like that you're working on the house outside. Yeah. So actually, that didn't mean anything. I was just saying personal <laughs> Oh, I think um, house flipping is interesting because with HGTV and uh, so many even YouTubers and stuff, house flipping has become the almost like this that's been put on a pedestal of this yeah. is the end-all be-all of living <laughs> uh -huh. and enjoying life and there is a lot of house flipping that is not enjoyable <laughs> and if you're thinking about getting into house flipping or you're already is you're gonna find out pretty quickly if you get into it that it's not all just fun and sunshine there's uh there's a lot that goes into house flipping and making sure that you make money yes you could have fun but then at the end of the at the end when you're ready to sell that's when it might not be as fun if you had too much fun it's true you know it's like i was talking to one of my clients this morning and uh, he uh, he was telling me about the last seven or eight flips he's done and uh, i said how do you like it is it going well you know and stuff and he said well this one, and the one that stuck out to him the most was the one he lost money on. <laughs> so that's how house flipping works. You can do uh -huh. good a decent amount of time, but if you have one bad one, it sure puts a sour taste on the rest yes, of them. Too. it sure does. <laughs> oh. Yep, so it's not easy, no matter yep. how many times you do it. But it is something that, for the right person, works really well. Yes. Definitely. Yep. Um, but no matter who you are, you can definitely lose money just as well as you can make money. For, for sure. sure. So what would you say would be your number one point about house flipping? Um, well, let's see. Let's, I'll talk about the number one point for buying. For buying, okay. Because I got a lot of different points that I'd like to make. Just uh, observations I've seen. Um, but for buying, for say you're considering buying this house to flip it. 
Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you need to take into consideration the value of what it could be. That's the whole the whole uh, game is mm -hmm. how I can hopefully buy it for less, make do my work, and then sell it for a lot more. Yes. Um, my number one thing would be get that house inspected by either yourself or a, um, a contractor or a home inspector and go to town on that thing. Do not buy the house if you haven't been in the crawl space, if you haven't looked in the attic. If you, I, I mean, unless you want to deal with mold and uh, rotten joists and stuff you didn't know about um, and weren't budgeting for, um, do your research on the actual house itself, not just the market value of what it could be, but actually the, the structure of the home and is it a good structure? Am I going to have to replace significant parts of the structure? <laughs> yes, definitely. I want to tag onto that and say something that I've ran into multiple times with investors is they have a realtor that they're trying out. Maybe they don't know them very well or don't know a lot about them and they want to try them out. So they'll ask that realtor how much the house will be worth once it's fixed. Uh -huh. And they've gotten themselves in bad positions because the realtor has said numbers that are quite a bit higher than <laughs> what they should actually be oh, and then man. once the person gets done fixing it up they can't get out of it what they were told they can yes. get out of it so my first thing would be just like what Ethan was saying how you buy the house would be make sure you have a realtor that you're comfortable with yeah, that, that knows the market to tell you roughly what it'll be worth and it may not be exact but roughly what it's going yes. to be worth when you're done and not just tell you what you want to hear because yes. that can be a bad situation at the end yeah uh -huh, for sure i feel like we're going to have a lot of points here i think we could probably <laughs> make this into three or four podcasts <laughs> probably oh uh, you got another one uh, sure yeah let's uh let's tag on to the inspection part so um always get it inspected one way or another i mean mm -hmm. if you feel like you know everything you need to know you do all the work you have all the experience that's fine then inspect it thoroughly like ethan said mm -hmm. um, i'll give you one example of one that i had myself was a flip that i bought and i didn't have time to do the inspection so i hired an inspector to do it for me uh -huh. and i was really concerned about the the crawl space and the floor joists and he checked it and he said there was three rotten floor joists uh -huh. in the house so i was fine with that put an offer got it we got teared into it and every floor joist <laughs> in that section of the house was rotten it wasn't just oh, three no. <laughs> so that was one of those cases where i did pay somebody but somehow they missed it it was hard to see something um, oh man and it ended up being a lot more expensive than what it should have been but at least I had an idea that there was some issue instead of not getting checked out right. at all and feeling like uh, I was completely blindsided. Yes. You know, so uh, it helped me a little bit, but it was a little bit uh, off on, on what you were expecting. What I was expecting <laughs> when we got into it. So, but always either check it out, like you say, yourself, or have someone check it out. Good. Because mm -hmm. you cannot see everything that's wrong with a house by just doing a walkthrough. You have to yes. inspect it. Yeah. So just like you were saying about the real estate agent, you also need a, um, if you're not the one inspecting, get somebody mm -hmm. that you trust, not yep. somebody you're trying out. 
Yep. It's a bad, bad, <laughs> bad one to try something out. Uh, yes. Um, what do you think next? Yeah, so another thing um, that I think is a big deal to um, house flippers that they don't always think about is the time it's going to take to do it and to sell it. And the reason why this is a big deal is because a lot of people finance the either the purchase of the home or sometimes even the work itself. They finance everything. Mm -hmm. And when you take six months longer, which is not unheard of, <laughs> six months longer to finish that house, yeah. that's six months of interest that you are paying. And if it takes six months, six more months to sell it, which is also not unheard of. There's a whole year of interest that yes. you might not have been figuring on and yep. interest will add up really quick yes. on a $200,000, $300,000 house. If you're mm -hmm. flipping it and you have a loan of that much, that interest payments are gonna be, I mean, that could be all your profit margin right there yeah. if you aren't careful. Yep. And um, with that, sometimes I will see people who will try and do all the work themselves, like Trent was saying, mm -hmm. to save money, but they don't take into consideration the time it's going to yes. take. And if they do it themselves and they save $5,000 for doing it themselves, whatever it is, <clears throat> but it takes three months longer than it should have, um, you might have just lost your savings yes. and you might be out of the, you might be in the middle of winter now when you're trying to sell the house versus when you could have been selling it, you know, in the fall. Yeah. So you got to think about the timing and just because something's cheaper, but it might take longer. It's not always the best case scenario. Yes. You sometimes want to pay the better, the amount upfront to get it done quicker yes. than you are trying to save a few pennies by prolonging yeah. the process. So the timing is something yeah. that I feel like yeah. a lot of people don't take into consideration. Yes, definitely. And going along with that, um, I feel like from our experience that when you do your figuring on a flip, your numbers need to be based on hiring somebody to do everything that needs done. Mm -hmm. Because just like Ethan said, you're going to run into things that take longer than you think. You're going to run into things that may be harder than what you expect. And you have to get somebody to do those things. Yes. If you want to meet your deadlines or if you want to get through a situation that you feel uncomfortable with, you're going to have to hire someone. And if mm -hmm. you don't have that in your budget, Yep. then all of a sudden that profit margin that you had yes. gets cut down really quickly. So yep. don't ever think, well, I'm just going to do this, this, and this. I'm not going to add in the labor for that yep. because you will definitely want that <laughs> extra cushion in case you have to yes. hire somebody and help you get it done. Yep. Um, it's so easy to go over on things that you uh -huh. figured when you're doing a yes. flip that don't leave out things that you expected and then find out you went over on other things and yep. you had to hire on the things you <laughs> already knew about. And next thing you know, you're upside down. So make yes. sure you figure the whole project like you're hiring it out completely. Yes. And then if you can do part of it, great. That's just going to make you more money. Yep. If you can't, then you're not upside down yes. on your budget. Yep. For sure. Yep. Do you have... <clears throat> I was going to say this is a really short point. Yeah. In case you don't know this, 
you need a cushion. <laughs> you have to have a cushion when you do any type of remodeling work yeah. because it will never, ever be exactly to the penny what you estimated it would cost to do. Yeah. So 10% is a good uh, yeah. number. Um, you can go high. I, actually, that would be my base. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes you want more of a cushion than that. Um, but yeah, yeah, at least give yourself some sort of cushion yes. in your costs. Yes, yeah, definitely. It's like um, when you're figuring your materials. Uh, most of your materials, you have to figure at least a 10% cushion because yes. you cannot figure exact because you're going to have cuts and you're going to have yep. pieces you can't use. So you have to figure at least a 10% cushion. It's the same way on your numbers. Yep. Uh, you have to figure a cushion in there for the things you missed. Um, materials go up all the time oh, yeah. for the things that change in price. Um, you have to have that figured in. Well, you don't have to, but you'll find out. You <laughs> yes. wish you would have if you don't. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, what, you, what else you got on your <laughs> there list? There was another point there that I was going to talk about. You got something else? Yeah. Okay, go for uh, it. <laughs> I think along with that, it's the same with time frame. Like Ethan said, you know, it always takes longer than you think. Mm -hmm. I was joking about not starting in the winter. But literally, if you want to list a house in March, and let's say you think it's going to take January and February and mm -hmm. March to get it ready, then I would start in November. You always are going to run into things. It's going to take a little longer. Yes. So if you think it's going to take three months, then give yourself four. Or just yes. for instance, just give yourself a cushion in there mm -hmm. because it's a lot better to have it done a little early than it is be running behind and then you miss it because the weather turns bad right. or maybe the market slows down or yep. kids are going back to school and, and people aren't looking near as hard as they were in the middle yep. of summer, whatever be the case. Um, give yourself a cushion with the time, just like you do with labor and materials yes. and all that. Yep. Um, I know uh, one thing that I was going to mention too with that. Well, actually, not with that. <laughs> it's kind of separate. <laughs> um, the uh, decision making process, if you're thinking about buying a house or property to flip, and you are uh, running all your numbers, doing all your calculations. Um, <clears throat> one thing that, at least this might be just for me, but one thing that I run into on my own self is um, when you're analyzing the numbers, they, you can get excited about the deal, it can sound really good, and you can figure out a way to manipulate those numbers to make it look like, yeah, you know what, we're going to make money on this. And I'm just caution, don't do that. Like, don't try and pad the numbers so that you, oh yeah, I think I can make money. You know, maybe you're talking to your spouse. Uh, be honest about the numbers. Make sure, and there are deals out there where you will make money. And you don't have to force it so much that you're, you know, on a spreadsheet trying to, well, if I lower this a percent, yes, we're going to make, you know, $10,000 if we can get that just right. Don't do that. Don't be honest with the numbers. And um, there are deals that you have to make a quick decision on. But um, I guess it's just case by case basis on how you make decisions. But for me, um, if I'm ever rushing into a decision and I don't have, uh, don't take the time to pray about it and have a peace about it, especially with my wife, if I don't take the time to pray about it and we both have peace, um, it it's normally not a good thing that I'm just rushing in to make that decision. Um, and it takes 
takes 10 minutes, you know, to, to just, you know, do whatever it is you need, write a pros and cons list if that's what you need to do, like whatever you need to do for your decision making process, don't skip over that just yeah. because you don't want to miss out on this deal. Um, Cause it doesn't always crack up to be the best deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and normally, like Ethan said, you know, if you're married and you have a spouse involved in the situation, and they don't feel like it's a good deal, more than likely you better not do the deal yeah. because nine times out of 10, it'll go wrong. Yep. <laughs> and then you'll hear a lot of, I told you so. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so don't do something on your own just because you know it's perfect when the other one says, no, this is yes. not a perfect deal. Uh, because there's usually a reason yes. why they feel that way. So. Uh, work together on those things for sure and um, and there you go again make sure that the contractors that you use uh, know what they're doing and have uh -huh. experience because they can cost you a lot of money in the way they do things yeah. or in the time that it takes for them to get things done either uh -huh. way um, and it can end up going the wrong direction on you so always yes. make sure that you have good contractors to do your work and uh, and stay on top of it yes. make sure you communicate well and work through the process I feel like we bring mm -hmm. up communicating well <laughs> yes. happen, but that's a big key uh, with all this yes for sure <laughs> we always talk about it. if you're a customer communicate if you're a contractor communicate uh, yeah yep. uh, for sure so what else you got on your list you think for flips or should we just cut it short because we could go on forever? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the the price, I think we talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, giving yourself a padding, knowing that, making sure that the price you're going off of is the, um, uh, a good realtor came up with that price yeah, or somebody who knows the market came up with that price. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, one more thing. Um, whenever um, I'm looking at the numbers for, and I'm saying that because that's mostly what I do with the house flips, I look at the numbers. Um, I don't actually get out there and flip the house. Um, <clears throat> when I'm looking at those, I, um, well, it just, it just went right out the window. Hang on, it's coming back. When I look at those numbers. He does it though. When he's looking yeah, at those numbers, I look at him. Oh my gosh. It'll come back around. But yeah, um, I, I think that so many people feel like flipping <laughs> homes is something that anyone can do mm -hmm. because it's on TV, you know, and, yes. and they say how much you can make and this and that. And honestly, if you get right down to it, you can make money off flips. Yep. But don't think the very first home you buy, you're going to get rich off of. Right. Because that's normally not how it works. Yeah. Um, you may be able to make some money. You may lose some money. Yeah. Uh, you never know. It depends on how prepared you are. Um, but don't go into it thinking, well, everybody that does this gets rich. And right. We won't have to worry about it. Uh -huh. Even if we make a few mistakes. And yes. This and that. We've had ones where um, we had just the exact amount of money left that I thought was going to be profit and we got down to the end and we had to put a new well and a new septic in and that's exactly what I had and oh, so we broke man. even completely so oh. you never know what you're going to get into and that's one of those things that should have been checked out better originally yep. um, and was not yep. but yet 
uh, it was too late by the time we found that yes. detail out. So yes. um, don't think that it's definitely a get-rich thing uh -huh. because it's not. Yep. But it is a fun way to earn some money mm -hmm. if you do everything properly. Yeah, and to that point, um, you know, a lot of times when people do flips, they're spending your, you know, their weekends, their evenings doing mm -hmm. this. And maybe it's more fun to work on this, but you also got to think, what is my hourly rate that I'm actually making? If I'm, you know, looking at a $10,000 payoff at the end, hopefully, mm -hmm. um, like I spent all summer and all my weekends and all my nights working on this thing. Like, <laughs> could you have not just worked overtime at your job and made enough money that was $10,000? You know, like find out what is my hourly rate actually going to be? Yeah. And maybe I should just pick up some extra hours at work if that's really what I'm needing is money. Um, and it's a lot safer yes. if you get paid an hourly <laughs> rate. Uh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. Always have a backup plan. Don't go into it um, because the market might crash. It, I mean, who knows? The market might crash. Things might cost way more than you thought they were going to. There's so many variables that could go wrong that you have to have a backup plan. If you go into a flip without one, you're, you're, you're just begging for trouble. Mm -hmm. um, so what I was going to say was whenever I'm looking at the numbers and analyzing a um, flip, I always think about, okay, once we're all said and done and we have this much into this house, which is what we're hoping you know, it's gonna cost, can we rent this house? Can we make a profit? Can we go ahead and get a loan, finance, you know, the rest if we need to, the whole remodel and the purchase of the house? And will our rent pay for those payments that we're going to have on the house? Um, and if it doesn't, that's a red flag to me of, okay, yeah. if we get into this and it's, we're, you know, can't sell the house for some weird reason, we can't even charge rent to cover the payments and that is not a good place to be so that's that's usually what i would say would be a good backup plan you have mm -hmm. other points there yeah uh, no that's a good one when we done a lot of that we always tried to have two backup plans so we had to have three options and mm -hmm. the first is fix and flip uh, the second one would be fix up and rent and the third one would be what else can you do with it um, can you turn that house into a duplex if mm -hmm. a single would not work? Um, can you turn it into an Airbnb mm -hmm. if uh, you can't turn around and sell it? Um, there, you know, you got to figure out what your options all are. So you at least want two options. Mm -hmm. But um, I always preferred the properties that had three that would possibly work mm -hmm. because then you're just making sure you have a little bit of security there yep. all the way around. Um, and, and you always have to think, even if I'm going to sell it or rent it or whatever you're going to do, mm -hmm. if I have to carry this for three to four months, once mm -hmm. it's done, can I afford that? Yes. Because there's a good chance, even if you're going to sell it, you could carry it for two, three, four months yes. after you get it finished. And, uh, you can't be so strapped that you don't have the finances to pay yes. for it for that amount of time. Yep. So yeah definitely have yourself a little bit of a safety blanket if that's what you want to call it yes for those situations yeah do you think we're painting flipping in a uh, 
<laughs> in a glorious light. I feel like uh, I think we're being more honest. Yeah, I feel like the TV done enough glory for yeah. it. Now we get yes. reality. <laughs> yes. And there's so many people, and you know, there's certain areas that honestly you cannot, with any common sense, fix and flip a house right now because prices are just so high mm -hmm. on ones that need a lot of work. Right. So you have to use wisdom in these things. You can't just think, well, there's fix and flips everywhere. Right. This is the cheapest one in our area, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That doesn't mean it'll work just because it's the cheapest house in your area. Yes. For yep. sure. No, there there is money in it, obviously. And I love the the fact that people who go out and flip homes, they're turning you know neighborhoods, they're taking that ugly house in the neighborhood and making it um, something that's like the neighborhood can be proud of yeah and they're helping restore small towns that have a bunch of rundown buildings like there's definitely um i i like that part of flipping houses there's a reward to it not just monetary yes. but you have to just be smart about it yes. and uh don't run into it thinking <clears throat> it always works out on the show so it must it probably going to work out for me yeah that's right. there have been uh, lots of people who have tried to flip a house and got halfway in and, and either had foreclosure or had to try to sell it. Mm -hmm. And um, that happens. So <laughs> yep, That's exactly right. Yep, you definitely have to do your research and you have to have a little bit of a cushion in case things do not go exactly as planned. Yes. All right. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Nope, I think that's good for now. Just be wise yes flipping yep oh i know another thing and uh, really quick you can also get creative with your financing if you're worried about that loan you know you think all the numbers line up and you, but that loan is really making you nervous bring in a silent partner if you have mm -hmm. to who can help finance or at least agree to help carry that loan if it can't sell yes. you know they're going to help make those payments with you um, of course, you're probably going to be losing a part of your profit, but you're also losing a little bit of your risk. Mm -hmm. So if that's what's worrying you, then that's another idea. Get creative and have people come and do it with you. Yep. There's always ways to get financing depending on how much profit you want to share. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening to The Contractor Files. If you are flipping a house that has a kitchen or a bathroom in it, you are going to want to download our app, That's which right. is going probably by the time this podcast is out, it's hopefully on the uh, App Store and um, Google Play. But um, if not, you're going to have to sign up for an account anyway. <laughs> Go to myestimatingapp.com and you can sign up for an account there and um, it's going to help you tremendously in estimating kitchens and bathrooms um yep. yeah <laughs> or you could buy a house fix and flip it and then you could use that money to have your kitchen or bathroom remodeled once you see how much it's going to cost there you go yes right. yeah <laughs> so the, uh, the it's it really the opportunities are endless there you go it really That's comes right. down to you do need our app though in the middle of that That's right. <laughs> thanks uh, everyone for listening all right have a good day thank you for tuning in to our podcast be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family to ask us any questions that might get answered in our next podcasts please visit our website thecontractorfiles.com have a great rest of your day